everybody. Welcome to Navigate with Troy Rivas. Sorry for the delay on this episode. We had scheduling conflicts and kids going back to school. A lot of fun stuff. But I'm here with my special guest, Monica Roberts. Say hi. Hey, Troy. How are you? Doing well. We are uh, in a hexagon plastic thing here at Spurline. So, and it's windy. Out of all the days, today is windy. So you might hear some wind and plastic, but uh, it should be okay. So introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Monica Roberts. I'm a local real estate agent here in beautiful New Mexico. Uh, born and raised here my whole life. Took a little break, moved over to Florida. And of course, the land of enchantment called me back. So here I am. Um, I've got five beautiful daughters, ranging from almost 21 all the way down to 10. So Pretty busy, pretty busy. And back to school for most of them. Back to school, absolutely. Super excited, but I'm also sad. You know, I like when they're home. Yeah, we have a uh, kindergartner first time, and the first day I said, give me a hug. Let's say bye. He said, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And talk about like five years, you hugged Mm -hmm. me, loved me, and now you're good. Okay. All right. But That's so, awesome. That's awesome. So let's let's uh, bridge that into why you're here today. We're going to talk about the, I guess, ins and outs of being a mom and a realtor, entrepreneur in the workforce of any sort, um, and how you got into it, how you balance it, your struggles, your triumphs, etc. So let's start off with what made you go back to work uh, after being a mom? Because you were a mom first, stay-at-home mom. Then you went back to real estate. So tell us a little about that. So Troy, you know, I really wanted the financial independence. I was loved being a stay at home mom. It was, you know, something that I was passionate about, but also I wanted my own identity. I wanted something outside of the home. I really, really wanted, you know, to contribute to the household. And that's why I went back to work. But being a stay at home mom for, you know, many years and really just, I guess, fine-tuning that department, I thought, you know what? I can use all of these skills that I have as a stay-at-home mom and put it into my working field as well. Well, that's good. And I know your husband was probably supportive throughout the whole process. Yeah, you know what? I always tell everybody, having a supportive spouse or just support in general is really key when you're going back to work. Even any kind of work. It doesn't even have to be an entrepreneurship, but really having that support at home is key to making the whole family work. Well, because, yeah, because it's a different everything. Your, your schedule's different. Your, your how you work things out with the kids, everything's different. And it's tough getting into work, especially in real estate. Mm-hmm. If you don't have support, then you feel like you're all alone. And then we'll talk more about this in a couple other questions. But you feel like, am I supposed to be doing this? Or am I abandoning my kids for nothing? type of thing. So let's, let's segue to the next question. Have you ever felt any guilt, any guilt, um, being away from your kids? And if so, when you started work or even now, how did you deal with that? Cause I know it won't fully go away, but how did you manage that? No. Yeah, absolutely. I felt guilt really bad in the beginning because I just, you know, I was at their beck and call. I was at home. I was available for all the TA meetings, all of that good stuff. Um, so of course I felt guilty and I felt like I wasn't being the best mom that I could be, but 
when I started working and I got into the field, I realized that being a good mom doesn't necessarily mean having to be with them 24-7, having to be with them all the time. You know, it took a lot of learning on my part and on their part, independence for myself, being away from my kiddos and independence on their end too, being away from me. And yeah, the guilt is still there. I There's days where, um, you know, I don't want to go to a meeting or I don't want to be out showing houses or doing whatever I'm doing because I know the girls have a cheer competition or they have, you know, stuff going on at school. And those are sacrifices that we have to make, you know, when you decide that you're going to do the business that you're going to do. And, and I understand that now with the kindergartners. So we had a stay at home Ruby, my better half, a stay at home mom. So it was easy because we were able to, I was able to work and she was able to be with the kids. So on my side of things, it was easy because I went to work, 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 mm -hmm. understanding they were taken care of. But now we have to juggle school and everything else since now he's in kindergarten, which is still crazy to me. Where's your mind? Um, but yeah, you have to, you have to realize that you can't be guilty on both sides. Right. You can't be guilty at home. And then if someone's like, hey, I want to see this house or I want to do this, and you already have something scheduled with your kids, then you can't feel guilty saying, you know what, I can't do this. You have to say, yes, I'm sorry, I already have this prior engagement uh -huh. and kind of balance the two. So working about balancing that, how do you delegate your time spent at home and work? So it really just is a balancing act. And like you were saying before, you know, you have your significant other at home watching the kiddos while you work. You know, it really is all about that support. And I want to kind of go back to that because my husband, full-time work, you know, he went to work. I was at home. When I went to work, the support that I had, the support system that I had from my parents, from my sisters, it really was um, beneficial to my business. I couldn't have done it if I had to go put them in daycare all the time, but that works too. You just have to find the balancing act to what will work for you and your family. That's the way it is. Um, but the way I delegate my work time and my home time is I really just kind of intertwine the two. I put them both together. My kids are part of my business. They know the ins and outs of it just as they do, you know, with cheerleading. My kids are competitive cheerleaders and our whole family is in that together with them. So I think just finding that balance for your family, learning how to schedule your time, balance out your schedule, and stick to that is really crucial to, you know, having a successful business. Well, that's good. Yeah, I think you hit the, the nail on the hammer, hammer on the nail, something like that, right? Nail on the head. Yeah, nail on the head, something. <laughs> there you go. Um, but you, you have to, you have to bridge it. Because your kids will feel involved. They'll feel excited uh -huh. about what you do. And then you will have more of a um, continual mindset of both and. I think people try to separate work from family, work from home, kids. This is my time block for my kids, time block for work. Yes, you have to time block things, but you can't change your mentality of I'm working. Kids, leave me alone. Right. Or I'm at home, worked leave me alone. You, there has to be some kind of balance and you have to bridge the two. And when they get older, they will respect that and see that. You can take them to listing mm -hmm. appointments. I took Camden when he was two years old to listing appointments. Yeah. And, or, or showing houses. And he loved it. He was a little kid toddling around and he's cute and mm -hmm. it kind of helps sell the whole process. Yep. But, um, 
it, it really shows that, hey, you're dedicated to both. And right. I think you have to be, especially in real estate or any other entrepreneurship. So what, becoming a, you're a parent. You have five girls. Mm-hmm. She said 21 to 10. So yep. you got a bunch sprinkled in between. Right. You have seen it all, probably, um, <laughs> especially with girls, all the emotions mm-hmm. and everything that goes with that. Boys are emotional, too. Don't think I'm separated, too. <laughs> but you, you deal with girls. I have two boys. You have five girls. Any skills that you got as a parent, does that translate into an entrepreneur, into work, into real estate that you've been in for almost 10 years? You said that the other day. Yep. And have, have you got any skills as a parent that you learned solely as a parent that has transitioned into what you do now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, being an entrepreneur and a mom or a parent in general is, you know, we are the masters of multitasking. You know, we've learned to do a lot in a little bit of time when you're a stay-at-home mom. It seems like, you know, people always say, oh, you have so much time. You're at home with your kids. Really, you don't. It's time blocked just like any other business. Um, So that's exactly what I took into my business. Not only are we great at multitasking, we're great at managing everyday, you know, just basic necessities in our business. But really, you know, being a mom and a parent, I guess you can say, um, we become like counselors. We become, you know, one with our clients and we build lasting relationships. And I think being a parent and being a stay-at-home mom and then going into the field that I chose, you know, it really did help me connect with people on a personal basis. So, yeah, absolutely. I think they both go hand in hand together. Well, like the mantra that parents have eyes in the back of the head. Yep. Realtors have that same sense. You'll sit at the grocery store or coffee shop. You hear home, real estate, mm-hmm. buy, sell. <laughs> and you get the little tingle in your ear like, hold on a second. Mm, Someone's yep. out there. But I, I think you're right. I like to base my business, our team. M- Monica also, we she is a, my partner with Navigation Realty Group uh, here in Albuquerque. And I think we like to base our our team in that sense, you, you have to be everything to your client uh, in a sense of not give everything, but you have to be there for every step of the way. We're, right. we're not, we're not selling anything or we're providing a service. We're providing a care. We're providing the biggest purchase that most people will buy or sell. And as we are as parents, we have to be there 100% for our kid, care right. for them in the good times, the hard times, the, ups and downs, the scrapes, the bruises, the victories, the triumphs, and the failures, and the same thing we have to do with our clients. Um, Right, and building relationships along the way, it really is that. You're building relationships. I mean, I can tell you in the past 10 years, my clients have become part of my family, and my family knows my clients very well. So You know, I think just intertwining them, like Troy said, we're not selling anything. We're not trying to sell, you know, this house. We're not trying to get them to buy this house, but we're building a relationship and helping them along the process of the biggest purchase of their life. That's emotional. It's emotional and it's exciting and it's scary. So we have to stand alongside them, just like we do as parents to our kids. We stand alongside our clients to be there for them in this exciting time. And I know we're talking more real estate specific when it comes to clients and Mm -hmm. work and home. But I think in a general statement, if you have passion with what you do, 
and you show that passion to your kids, no matter what you're doing, if it's a nine to five, eight to six, entrepreneurship, whatever the case is, but if you really show that passion of what you do, even through the, especially through the hard times, your kids will take that energy and respect you more for it. And when they get older, they can assist and help and do all the other things like that because we're a example to our kids. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're like, I don't want my kids to be in real estate because we know how crazy it is. But you never know. That might be exactly what they want to be. They want to be like mom. They want to be like dad. They want to be the best they can be in whatever they do. And I think we have to really show and present that work home balance life with passion on both sides, knowing that they could do the same. So as a mom, as a woman in real estate, what, what kind of challenges do you see are faced by mothers? I, I have a, uh, a little insert to add after your <laughs> spiel here uh, about that. Go ahead. You know, I think women in general face a lot of challenges in the workplace. I feel like, especially being a mom, you know, there's a lot of times where we can be looked over for either a promotion or, you know, even to represent somebody selling their house. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people are afraid that you're not going to be 100% dedicated to them, to dedicated to the cause, to the business, to the company, because you are focused on family and your children and your husband. You know, I think this is a false representation of women in the workplace, absolutely, because we are not only fierce, but we are strong and we are smart. And, you know, we bring a lot to the table. So being looked over for whatever reason, because of the title being a mom or, you know, being a a wife, I think is just so stereotypical. And it, you know, kind of ticks me off, but makes me work harder harder as well. Yes, and on that, we have... um... I was driving, listening to the radio, and there's a local real estate company here in New Mexico that had a ad that was exactly what you said. We get the job done. We are not your stay-at-home mom mm. realtors. We aren't that soccer practice. We are by our phone. We are ready for the call, ready for action, meaning that women, mm-hmm. mothers, that are just in real estate to buy a purse or go on a trip <laughs> or buy those new heels they saw mm-hmm. or and have fun on Amazon. But on their time, it really, to me, was a bad taste in my mouth because I understand yeah. women already have it tough. 67% of realtors um, residential throughout the country are women. Right. Our top realtor, the top realtor in the country is a woman mm-hmm. and has been a woman for many years and it to me that is a very tell tall tale sign that there is there is a difference between men and women realtors and guess what women are probably better Mm -hmm. and most of women are moms grandmas aunties godmothers or just even if they're a single woman no kid maybe a puppy or kitty cat it to me it it was a very distasteful statement right advertisement saying that you guys aren't worth anything because you have a family at home Mm -hmm. that you guys can't do as a good job than us because you have kids to deal with. Right. You have butter to churn, all that (laughs) stuff. So I think 
mothers in the workplace in general, especially in real estate, because that's what we know, they have a difficult time because not because of their performance, but because of the perception that people are putting out there that, oh, they're too busy at this recital or doing this or packing lunch or whatever the case is. And it could really be when you're first starting into the workplace, kind of a negative mantra that's over your head that you could use and be like, is that me? Is that how I'm going to be? And know that that's not the case. You know, going back to what you said about the statistics and, you know, how women are pretty much, they're reigning, they're up top, they're doing really well. It, you know, brings a smile to my face because when I hear, oh, you know, stay at home moms, we're not that, or we're not, you know, just doing this on the side. Well, the great thing is, is we are mothers, we are wives, and we are raising our kids and doing a phenomenal job in our businesses as well. And that goes back to, we bridge it all. We use everything that we have in our life to better our business, to better our home life. And it's just, you know, it it makes me chuckle a little bit because the numbers are there. You know, women are just as capable as men are and just as capable as women who don't have children or who are not married, you know, who are dedicating 100% of their time. I just think that, you know, if we can do it all, and we're proving that we can actually, then why not have that person on your team? I mean, I think that's a great asset. I think so too. Um, uh, with you, I mean, all the ladies on our team, right? Which our team is majority ladies, yep. are mothers, and I see the dedication, the tactfulness of what they do because that translates from being a mom at home. That every little thing you have to be aware of. Every little thing you have to do with care and every little thing is a learning experience for yourself and for your kid. And the same thing with the workplace. It's a continual growth. Right. And if you're not continually growing in what you do as work at home and both and then you become stagnant. So I think the call and I will will end with this next question is at the end of the day, what advice do you have for moms, for dads, for anyone that wants to get into the workplace or is in a workplace that feels kind of stagnant or they feel like there's a divide between them and their kids or them and their home life? What kind of advice can you give to anyone that's either want to get into real estate, workplace, any other entrepreneurship or is already in it and is feeling kind of a struggle? You know, I think just taking the leap is super scary at first. I think there's a fear of just moving, taking that first step moving forward. But you know, here's, here's what I have to say. And I tell my grown kids this all the time, my teenage girls, you know, as they're looking to their future and they're looking at what do we want to do in life? What do we want to, you know, major in, in college, all of this stuff. I tell them, pick something that you're absolutely passionate about. Pick something that you're going to wake up every day and not feel like you're going to work. It should be something that makes you happy. You know, if you wake up every day, chasing the dollar, chasing the money, you're going to be miserable. But if you wake up every day saying, you know what, I have a purpose and I'm happy and I still get butterflies in my stomach thinking about the things that I have to do today, that's what you should be doing. That's what you need to be doing. And if you're nervous and you're scared and you're brand new, I remember being so scared. Oh my goodness. The whole, my first year of real estate, I was terrified. I felt like I know nothing. And still to this day, I always joke with Troy that, um, We don't know everything and we're learning every single day, but that's the fun about it is 
Don't be afraid to learn every day, to try something new and to just go for it. Do something that you're passionate about. And I think your kids will respect you more Mm -hmm. so for it. They will understand that, you know what, A, you're doing it for the family. Right. And B, that as we always say, you could tell a kid a million times not to do something. They don't really listen to what you say, but they see what you do and they mimic that. And so if you have that passion and that drive and desire to be the best you can at work Mm -hmm. and, of course, at home, they're going to use that with their life, their school life. And then when they become parents, scary thought. Oh, my gosh. Being grandparents. But um, that's our next part. I'm closer to you. I know. (laughs) Um, But I, I really think. That there's some good information here for moms, for dads, for anyone that has that hesitation right. to get into it or is in it and it feels like there's a divide or a block that they can't push through, that you can balance both yeah. and never feel guilty to work hard. Right. Never feel guilty to be a great parent or be at home or do stuff like that. And I think the best way, as you said, is to intertwine the two. Right. And I think a huge thing, I think number one, when you're first getting started is find your why. Find what is making you make this decision to begin with. My why was my girls. I mean, we are, you know, working family. My husband works very hard. I was stay at home mom, but I wanted more. I, you know, so I said, what's my why? I want to provide college for my kids. I want to provide all the fun things that we'd like to do, the traveling, the vacation, all of that fun stuff, but also being able to contribute to the, to the household. So as my why changed over time, and it will, your why will change over years and over time. And as your business grows, your why will get different. You know, you'll want different goals as you move along. But really the first step is what is your purpose? What's your why? And why are you doing what you're doing? I think that sums it up uh, very well. Thank you so very much, Monica, for joining us today. Thanks, Troy, for having me. This was fun. Yes, yes, it is. And we'll do some more real estate um, podcasts, activities, fun stuff like that here in the near future. I'm not sure if you guys hear the smacking around, but like (laughs) I said, we're in this hexagon uh, plastic globe thing, which is pretty cool. It is really neat. And I do apologize for the construction, which is like five blocks away. But it sounds like a bomb's going off down the street. We're in Sawmill, Old Town area, a great area to buy. This is the new upcoming area in Albuquerque, so a little little lame real estate plug there. <laughs> but um, once again, thank you guys for listening, all the listeners that we have all around the world. we got some listeners in Canada and Switzerland, of course, here in U.S. of A., Mexico, and some other places. So once again, thank you guys for listening. We'll have some more content, some more podcasts. Um, Hopefully next week, hopefully nothing happens to to change that, to push it out as this one did. But once again, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for, um, for tuning in. If you have any questions, if you have any topics you want to talk about, you can always email me, Troy at HomeAuthority.com. Again, it's Troy at HomeAuthority.com. Once again, I'll talk to you guys soon, and thanks for listening.